Welcome to the Breaking Through the Noise podcast, a show designed to help you cut through all the static and find the tips, tricks, and encouragement you need to make your business successful. Your hosts are Mark Wilson and Laurel Wright, two entrepreneurs like you struggling and striving to find the pro tips and hacks to be more productive and make more money. Their goal every week is to give you the resources and encouragement that will help you gain an advantage over your competition. So let's not waste any time and get started. Here are your hosts, Mark and Laurel. Hey, Laurel, it's been a minute since I've seen you. We took a little summer hiatus to rest and recharge our batteries, but now we're back in podcast mode. 100%. So I'm excited. Um, You know, during the time off, just this past weekend, took a quick trip to a PGA golf tournament with my daughter and had a blast. So it it was really good to take a little bit of time away and and work on some ideas. So what have you been up to? I saw the picture of you and your daughter and it was so cute. I think mainly because of her, but it was absolutely. (laughs) Well, I've just been uh, releasing songs every few weeks from uh, our new record with the Young Fables, and um, I took my first beach vacation in years um, a few days ago. I got back, so that was much needed for for me and in, in my life. So, <laughs> awesome! Just a quick plug for the Young Fables. You, you know, you can find these the new album on Spotify. So, yes, everybody uses Spotify. So just um what's the title of the album it's right there on my desk and I can't see it it's called pages pages that's right that's right so it I highly recommend it so everybody go listen to pages some great some great tunes so the big question of the day though is have you missed me yes I've missed you so much I feel like I've I took a break from my phone. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying that on this podcast for, (laughs) I took a break from social media for a week and I felt like I was disconnected from the world. So um, I feel like I hadn't seen you in years because of that, you know? So yes, I've, I've missed you very much. Well, okay, Laura. So I I know that I don't even have to ask that question. So, well, let's, we better jump into today's topic before I get all emotional. (laughs) I don't want our audience to hear, hear me, hear my tears. So, Laura, what do you know about leverage? Um, I've heard it used when talking about money, you know, like borrowing money or getting investors to invest in a project that will, you know, create profits. Levering, leveraging capital, I believe, is the term. You're absolutely right. Leverage does involve uh, using financial capital to generate more revenues and profits over and above the cost of, of borrowing or raising the money. So, you know, they, they talk, they call uh, borrowing money, you know, leverage. But if you follow any business gurus on social media or listen to any business podcast, obviously besides this one, or, or read any business blogs, no doubt you've heard them mention the word leverage, especially during the, the pandemic of the past year, the the two big buzzwords were pivot and leverage. But what is leverage and how can it help your business or organization is the question. There's multiple definitions of, of the word leverage. You might recall from high school physics class that leverage is the exertion of force by means of a lever or an object used in the manner of a lever. So 
you remember the seesaw diagram. That's that's a lever on a fulcrum to increase force to, to move an object that you couldn't move on your own. You know, you always see the big rock on the end of the lever and you move the fulcrum to get more force. So in the as we already talked about, in the financial realm, leverage is using borrowed capital for an investment, uh, expecting the profits made to be greater than the interest payable. However, the general definition of leverage that I want to explore here is using something to, maximize, to maximum advantage, using something to maximum advantage. So in today's podcast, I want to talk about three somethings that will make a difference in your business or, or your side gig. What do, we, what do we all have readily available that we can leverage right now to grow our business? And I think these three key somethings that we can examine and, and better understand are leveraging your skills and talent, leverage your time, and leverage your thinking. So how do you leverage your skills? I mean, like, is it, is it like weightlifting to get stronger or? You know, that, that's a great question, Laurel. And, you, and you're on the right track. It's, it's not about lifting weight to get stronger. It's about using leverage or tools to enable us to lift more weight at our current strength level. You know, leverage is adding power to an existing force to, to create more power and forced to achieve more results. You want to leverage your existing skills and talents, particularly the skills that you are already adept at, to create supercharged results, like you know, increased sales and profits for your business. Um, and here, here's a real simple example. If you're skilled at public speaking, you can leverage this talent by scheduling speaking engagements at conferences or, or meetings in your niche, you know, publishing videos for promotion and teaching, or like we did, start a podcast. You know, these ideas will leverage or supercharge your public speaking ability uh, to help you generate more leads by speaking to large groups and, and building your authority on your subject matter. So you're getting uh, uh, two different kinds of leverage. Um, by leveraging your ability to, to, to speak. And, and another way to leverage a skill or a talent that you're already good at is to teach others how to do, do that skill in an online course or a webinar. And then, then you can even take on coaching clients from the, the students uh, in your online course, even. Uh, the second something that you mentioned was leveraging your time. And I'm guessing that that's different from managing your time. Is that right? You are exactly right, Laurel. They, they are different, but they are related. And, and here's how. And you just get this on the table from the very beginning. Leveraging your time isn't the same thing as managing your time. Time, time management is an important skill that allows you to organize the limited number of hours we have available uh, to maximize our, our personal productivity. Leveraging your time is getting the most out of your hours by using tools or other people to duplicate your efforts in, in the same amount of time. You know, the trick is, Laurel, that good time management is the first step toward leveraging your time. So once you understand what skills you can leverage to create more results, as we discussed before, you also learn what skills are not your strengths. 
for example, you're really good at getting appointments and making sales presentations, but you have three hours a week that you have to perform your bookkeeping, which you absolutely hate. So how can I leverage this administrative task? You know, one solution is you can outsource this task to a bookkeeper that can do, can do this work um, and probably do it at a half or a third of the time it takes you, mm-hmm. you know, for, for a fee. Then you can leverage the additional three hours setting more appointments and making more present sales presentations. You know, the return on investment on the outsourced task the cost of the outsourced tasks should should more than should be more than covered covered by the additional you know sales time. So the results of making more sales using that sales time to create more sales should should pay for and and more than pay for the cost of the bookkeeper. Um, and if it doesn't, then find a cheaper bookkeeper or or tweak your sales offering. Um, Again, that's even leveraging more uh, by using those three hours to focus on uh, a specialty product that, that's a higher value, a higher value offering. Uh, you know, and this is where the good time management skills can really help. Um, you know, so that you know you have that time, you block that time, and, and you know that that three hours is, is going to be dedicated. Uh, to profitable activities, to profit-creating activities. So time leverage strategies can be applied to any administrative task that someone else can do for a fee to give you more time to invest in in profit-generating tasks. That's great advice, Mark. Thank you so much. But before we get to the third something we can leverage, let's hear Mark share some questions to ask yourself to help you leverage your skills and time on this week's That One Thing segment. The first two somethings we talked about leveraging in this episode for more success are your talents and time. But where do you get started to identify what talents to supercharge or where to start leveraging your time? Here are some questions you can ask yourself to start the discovery process to find leverage opportunities. Make a list of your answers to look for trends and ways you might leverage time and talent together. What do I really like to do in my work? What do I like to do when I'm not working? What do I really hate doing? What skills am I really good at doing that come naturally? Does this skill create or lead to sales or profits? How can my play skills be used to leverage my business tasks or activities? What can I add to the skills I'm really good at to give them leverage or supercharge them to generate more results. Here are some questions you can ask yourself to leverage your time for more results. What administrative tasks that I perform that someone else can do for a fee? Are any of these tasks on the list of things I hate to do we just created? How can I leverage that additional time to create more sales and profits? Are the increased or new tasks using the leveraged time sufficient to generate a return on investment to make the outsourcing profitable? If not, how do I make it profitable? How can I use 
how can I use leveraged time to generate more sales not dependent on me? Here's a pro tip. Apply time leverage strategy to how you approach solving your client's problems or even your sales process with clients. Most, if not all, of your clients are looking to leverage their time also, so your service can become even more valuable to them if you're providing them a needed leverage for their business. Leveraging key skills and your most valuable asset time is critical to grow your business. Plus, it's absolutely essential when you start looking at ways to scale your business. And we'll talk about that on a future episode of Breaking Through the Noise and That One Thing. Those were some really great questions that you asked, Mark. Thank you so much. And the third something you mentioned was you know, leverage your thinking. I'm not sure where you're going with this one. Um, are you having one of those eighties flashbacks to the mind altering hallucinogens y'all used to take back then or no? (laughs) No, but I do understand (laughs) and appreciate your concern, (laughs) but you're right. We don't think about how we can think more. And this is a little different from the previous somethings we've discussed. Leveraging your thinking is not as directly impacting to profitability as, say, time leverage, but it can enable you to add more power to your other leverages. And I think there are two ideas we can focus on in terms of leveraging your thinking, and that's brainstorming and anticipating. You know, a traditional method to leverage your thinking is to include other colleagues or peers for a brainstorming session. We, you know, we've all been in, you know, brainstorming uh, meetings. But the key is to know your participants and match them to the subject matter and their ability to contribute coherent ideas. So it's, it's picking the right people. It's, it's creating the environment to actually generate more ideas. And, and, you know, we've all been in those meetings where you know, somebody jumps down a rabbit hole and, and it's, you know, it's Katie bar the door, it's over. But, um, you know, if you, you keep a controlled brainstorming environment, it's not just, you know, kind of wild, wild west throwing ideas on, on the, you know, on the whiteboard or whatever. But, you know, a more contemporary approach can be to crowdsource for ideas, you know, using your social media platforms, uh, particularly if you belong to subject matter or industry groups, uh, like on LinkedIn groups or, or Facebook groups. You do, the, you do this a lot with your social media audience, don't you, Laurel? Yeah, um, I do it with my audience and I also do it with the people around me. It's kind of one of those things where it's like the people around me is like three, two or three brains are better than one brain when you're coming up with ideas or, you know, trying to connect with people. But also I think it has a lot to do with just, instead of just posting what you're saying, just like mindless things and not thinking about, you know, thinking, not putting in like the effort beforehand, what, you know, throwing something up on a whiteboard, you have to listen to your audience and give them something that they might need, but you also have to relate to it as well. So I think it's just thinking in that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. And I just thought of a, another example of, of brainstorming that, that you do all the time as part of your music career. And that's songwriting. When you write songs, when you collaborate with other songwriters, 
um, you know, how that, you know, you go from here's some crazy ideas and then you start building on each other's good ideas and it, it becomes a song. Maybe we, maybe we ought to create a class on brainstorming using the songwriting method. That's a wow. Great so see Laurel and I are brainstorming right here in, in front of you on wow. the podcast. So yeah, that's scary. Um, so yeah, you know, brainstorming, crowdsourcing ideas, um, you know, is, is again, a traditional approach that we've probably all participated in. Here's, here's another idea in terms of leveraging your thinking that, that I've, I try to try to use and that's anticipating and anticipating can be an effective approach to leveraging your thinking because ideally you're doing this thinking when you're only focused on a particular idea or a plan and obviously it's in advance of when that need will arise so you know this can be applied to anticipating the needs of your internal teams or your internal processes uh you know as well as serving your clients needs so and, and again we all not i'll spit it out in just a second give me a minute let me anticipate um you know we don't all have internal teams that we're working with um but that you know your internal team might be that bookkeeper that you hired you know we talked about earlier to, to leverage your time you know that that could be one of your you know out your outsourcing vendors can be your teammates and you know, here's how you anticipate, you know, you can anticipate the documents they will need weekly, monthly, annually, and you build that into your schedule uh, to provide on time or to provide them on time or ahead of schedule. You know, for example, April 15th comes every year. So make sure you schedule early in, in the first quarter to prepare and deliver, you know, needed documents, tax documents to your CPA before they ask. And then, you don't have to interrupt your schedule to accommodate the need. So, you know, you've anticipated it. That was great uh, advice for me, by the way. Yeah, I, I need to follow my own advice <laughs> on that one. But, you know, another form of anticipating is to start a project or a new process by thinking ahead to the end result and working backwards to the starting point. You know, building your plan from, from this backward thought process will help you focus on the critical final steps to get to your desired end or result. You know, it's, those are the, that's the area right before your result happens that, you know, you, you want to be most prepared for because you want that to be seamless. You know, once you've formulated your plan, then, then that gives you a chance to anticipate as many issues, roadblocks, or problems that could arise uh, along the plan. And, and then you could also, it helps you plan, you know, alternate routes to get to your desired result. You know, what, what, if this happens, then what do we do? And it gives you a chance to, to think through that. I, I think this is critical as well. When you're working on a solution for a client, you know, think backward from the desired result and then anticipate any issues or, or more importantly, any questions or concerns uh, that your client might raise as you present the solution. Does that, does that make sense, Laurel, how to leverage your ability to help clients by in, anticipating issues or questions? 
Yeah, it does, Mark. I, it simply boils down to being prepared, which involves all three of your somethings, actually. So now I understand that leverages are ways that we can utilize simple tools, processes, and other people to maximize the output that we generate. Whether it's an app, an outsource vendor, or a crowdsourcing video, they all help us to generate more or bigger results for our business. How can you leverage a new tool or idea to grow your business today? Thank you so much, Mark. This has been really eye-opening, and I think it's important for us solopreneurs to leverage as many of our critical assets as possible just to be successful. I think leverage is important to our ability to scale our business, which I think is the topic for our next episode next week. As always, if you guys want help leveraging your digital marketing strategy, reach out to us. All the links and ways to contact us are in the show notes and on Breaking Through the Noise website. One more thing, if you're new to the show or you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and you'll be automatically updated when new episodes come out. Give us a five-star rating so more people can find us and the help that they need. Share us with your friends and colleagues and you guys have a great week. We can't wait to talk to you again next week on Breaking Through the Noise. Thanks for investing a few minutes with us on the podcast today. We hope Breaking Through the Noise will become your go-to resource for growing your business and yourself with our pro tips and life hacks. If you like what you heard, please do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if it was helpful, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And most importantly, let's get connected. Hit us up on social media. Our links are in the show notes. Our theme music is from The Young Fables. Check out their latest album, Pages, on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. We'll see you again next week as we keep breaking through the noise.